This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I got a special product for my cannabis love in kings and queens. If you love a good pre-roll, a joint, you have that fresh cannabis, we want to make sure it's staying fresh. And so I'm thankful to have Integra Specialty Products here at the Low Life Podcast. Brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging with two-day humidity control packs. Ensure the freshness, potency, and quality of your cannabis with Boost plant-based solutions that only puts in pure water vapor into your dried-out buds. Ideal for flour, pre-roll, edibles, they offer harmonious balance of convenience and freshness. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code LOWLIFE at checkout for 15% off your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Lola Podcast. I'm your hot mess of a host, <laughs> Lo Von Rumpf, and I'm so happy to be here with you all, coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. That's right, folks. I'm here in Nashville, Tennessee. The Lola Podcast is going country. <laughs> I'm a mess. So messy. I freaking love it here. I love the people. The food's delicious, and the city is nice. The weather is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and I'm just loving the southern hospitality of the people in Nashville. Thank you for having me, folks. <laughs> My country accent kind of sounds like one of those televangelists. And the Lord will save you. <laughs> Let the Lord into your soul. Um, yeah, there's a lot of churches up here in Nashville. And it's beautiful. There's a church on every corner. This isn't my first time to Nashville, but it's definitely my first time coming here where I don't have a ton of work. I'm, you know, I'm podcasting a few fittings here and there, but nothing major. I'm able to really decompress oh, and just enjoy being in the city and really taking it in for all it's worth, which is a lot. It's a beautiful city. If you haven't visited, it's definitely worth booking a ticket and coming on down because the food's delicious. If you're a foodie and love trying new things, oh, there's so many small businesses that are opening up here. The city is booming. So I'm really enjoying my stay. Which brings me to my mental health. Nobody asked, but I'm going to give myself a solid 9.5 out of 10 right now, which is unheard of for me. Like, that's a really high, it's a really high number. My God, hitting a definite peak in 2021, but they solid 9.5 out of 10. But it's because I'm feeling really happy in this moment. I'm here with two of my best friends in the world, staying with my little Canadian maple delight, Ms. Caitlin Bristow and her fiance, Mr. Jason Tardick. And I just feel like I'm at home when I'm here. I'm super comfortable. It doesn't feel like there's any effort that goes into hanging out when our little pod is together. So it's just really nice. And I absolutely love their home. Caitlin has this really cool in-home studio, with beautiful decor. She has all the mics set up. She's good to go for Off the Vine or podcast. She said, you know what, Lo, mi casa es su casa. 
go up in that studio, do a little pop-up, low-life location. So yeah, I'm uh, recording this live from the Off the Vine headquarters, if you will, which is amazing. Caitlin and Jason are the ultimate hosts, definitely showing me a good time. But what's really nice about getting to hang out with them is I could literally just be sitting on the couch doing absolutely nothing and be completely satisfied in that moment. I mean, there's dinners and stuff planned, of course, and we're going to go out for drinks and do a bunch of cute stuff out on the town. But just getting to hang out with them and do the absolute bare minimum feels great. I love it. Caitlin's on her way right now to go to the gym. She has a cute little workout outfit that I picked out for her. Jason's working on stocks and finances and God knows what. Something to do with numbers, investing in something big, I'm sure. Um, So he's doing his thing. And I'm just enjoying the moment and being present and getting to slow my mind down and just, yeah, take it all in and relax a bit, which feels really freaking good. I'm definitely going to be podcasting with them. I know Caitlin has me doing a couple episodes with her on Off the Vine, and then I'll have Jason on my podcast as well. And little KB is coming back here to do another episode of The Low Life. So yeah, there's going to be lots of great content, more great episodes coming in hot for you. But let's get into today's episode little Halloween special here at the Low Life Podcast. I was trying to figure out, like, what direction should I go with this one? Part of me was like, maybe I should get, like, a mortician to come on. Like, that could be kind of cool. Like, I want to know, like, how does someone get into that line of work? Like, that's such a specific job, like, just dealing with dead people all the time. Like, oof, like, I know I couldn't do it. Um, so that was one direction I was thinking, which could be something cool in the future to, to talk to someone in that profession. Then I thought maybe getting like a ghost hunter, that could be cool for a Halloween episode or maybe a psychic medium. Yeah, and ended up working out. I got a great recommendation from actually Caitlin. She said, I know this amazing psychic medium. His name is Chris Medina. Uh, So I ended up contacting him, this fellow Latino who is a psychic medium based in Los Angeles. So we actually got to do the interview in person, which is really nice these days. A lot of the podcasting is done usually over Zoom. So getting an opportunity to be in person, just so much better especially with someone like a psychic, they're going to do a reading on you. You don't have to be in person, but it just makes it so much better. So the thing is, when it comes to psychic mediums, energy healers, I'm naturally skeptical. Like that's my default setting is being a little bit skeptical of the whole thing, which is one of the main reasons why I was excited to have Chris Medina on because he embraces my inner skepticism. He's like, that's okay. You can criticize, be skeptical, call bullshit if you want. I encourage it. I have no problems with that. And, and I love that because he's very confident in his abilities. He's not trying to get shock value or just for entertainment's sake, you know, lie and say that he's seeing something that he's not. He just shoots you straight. And if he's giving you a reading and he doesn't see anyone coming through for you, he's the first one to say, like, I don't think anyone's coming through to you. And of course, besides being able to see dead people and communicate with the afterworld, he's able to predict future energy heal. And he does a bit of life coaching too, which I find really interesting. I like that approach that he has because the end goal is, of course, for you to live a good life, a full life, and hopefully help you as you're on your journey to you know, becoming self-actualized. It's really nice. So I told Chris going into this that I'm a little apprehensive, but I am open-minded, but I'm curious to know about shit he's been through, experiences that he's had. He's had this gift, this ability to see dead people communicate with those that are not with us anymore and predict futures and and really can read people from a mile away. Just by looking at a photo of someone, he could do a reading on the person, which is wild to me. But he's had this ability uh, since he was like four years old. 
So he's been honing the skill for years. And it's not that he necessarily wanted to become a psychic. It kind of found him. He had another profession before this, which it's a very interesting interview. Like this guy has done so much in life. He's definitely lived, which I feel like because of everything he's been through, the trauma, the ups, the downs, the good, bad, and ugly, which he's again, very transparent about. Is no problem saying like, yep, I hit rock bottom. I've done these drugs. I've been in this bad place. At one point, I felt like I was more on the evil side, not channeling the good, pure side of myself. And yeah, he shares all of that on the podcast, along with some wild ghost stories that I was like, wait, what the f is going on? <laughs> it was nuts, um, but it was a really great interview. It's actually going to be two parts. So in today's episode, we're going into Chris's life some crazy experiences that he's had as a psychic doing readings, of course, communicating and seeing ghosts, which I know you guys are going to find very interesting. And then next week, they actually did a reading on me, which I was so nervous about. But I said, you know what? I'm just going to trust fall and record this. And yeah, just put it out there. So <laughs> it was interesting, the things that he said. So I can't wait for you guys to hear next week's episode too. But without further ado, let's jump into today's episode with Apache Indian. Latino psychic medium, the energy healing resident witch of the Low Life Podcast, Mr. Chris Medina. Hit it. Oh, shit. I want to talk to you about death. Okay. Is that okay? That's perfectly fine, yeah. Not uh, your death, though. I want to talk. When am I going to die? We're not, I don't do that. Come on. I can't. Am I going to get hit not by a bus? Not anytime soon. You're, you're not, you're not. Am I the Selenic Anthonia no. of this generation? <laughs> Where's you're my not. Yolanda? Unfortunately, you're going to have to be here a little bit longer because you have lessons to prove and also you have things that you need to go through. So you're not going to get the easy way out. Believe me, I've tried looking for it. And every time they've thrown my fucking fat ass back in here. It's <laughs> like, so it's not happening. I'm yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So I, I have this fear of death, but you brought up reincarnation and how you don't believe in it. But I'm wondering as a, a psychic medium, I mean, people rely on faith. I almost think that helps in some way because if you didn't have faith. Oh, I believe in reincarnation. Oh, you do? I believe in it. Oh, okay. I, I, I believe you were like, that shit. No, I, I, my, my thing was overstepping my boundary and telling this person what they came back for oh. and telling them you can't get mixed up in X, Y, and Z. Because when Got I it. looked at them, I saw the word redemption over their head and, and then all this past life energy came in. I just don't, I, I've learned through the, through the reincarnation thing not to, it, it's just as delicate as this lifetime here. Stay sure. away from it. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So reincarnation can exist. I yes. mean, uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So when when you are doing readings for people, is that what I say? Readings? Yep, uh -huh. for, okay. Uh, and you aren't certain who's coming through. It could be someone. I mean, we're in a building right now. It could be someone a few doors down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of just have to feel it out and see if the person relates to it or not. If I'm if I'm like right now, I'm reading you. And yeah. I'm getting my, my guides are coming in and say, make sure you mention this. I'm also getting, you know, I'm also looking at your dynamic when you were what it was like for you as a kid and your way of thinking and that strength that you had. And then if 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 a spirit was going to come in, they're going to be talking to me on top of all that shit that I'm getting. And I have to and the, the way that I work is they'll tell me, oh, tell him X, Y and Z. And if they're very persistent, I'll bring them in and say, I'm getting this person coming in and asking X, Y, Z, X, Y and Z about you. Does this resonate with you? And you mm. either tell me yes or no, okay. because when I open that. 
everybody wants to come in and I'm going to tell you something. And I've been dying to tell somebody that I could relate to that relate with this too. Yeah. So I rent a room from Jay's family and we, uh, it, the house is always crowded. But this one day I had the house to myself and I was like, well, I'm going to put on porn and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pleasure myself <laughs> right now. You know what yes. I'm saying? I got the whole house. I could turn it up and I could, I could be loud with it. This guy came in and you're going to fucking die when I tell you this. So I have, I'm getting ready to do it, taking my pants off. This spirit comes in and it's an older man. And he's like in his late fifties, going into his sixties. He's wearing a hospital gown. He's balding. I know he's got a dildo in his hand and he's bleeding from his ass. Goodbye. And he says, he says like this, I hurt myself. I was like, what? Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm getting goosebumps. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's holding the dildo in his hand. He's bleeding from his ass. He's wearing this hospital gown and he looks straight at me and he goes in this voice, I hurt myself. And I'm like, get out, get out, get out. Yeah. You, this vision came to you. Yes. It happens all the fucking time. I, I watch, I tell the story all the time too. I watch forensic files, unsolved mysteries to decompress. This guy came and told me, I'm sorry to, he's like, excuse me, sir. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to bother you, but I've been missing for the last two years in Peru. And I was wondering whether or not you can help me, help me tell my family. He said, he said, I'm obviously dead here, but provide closure. And I was like, no, I can't. Oh my God. His father had uh, a stroke recently. I had to help him up. And when I did help, when I helped him up to, to get to where he needed to be, I felt whatever was trying to take his life, trying to go through him and get through me. And it bounced off. And in my mind's eye, and I know that sounds stupid, but when I looked to see what it was, wait, can you, re- I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Whatever was trying to take his father's life bounced off and try to get inside of me. Because I felt, I, I was like, oh, fuck. And I felt like this, uh, I felt like something trying to go in, but then it, but it, then it bounced like off. death? Yes. And, and when I closed my eyes to see what it was, and I don't expect you to understand this, but just be very visual with this. Okay. It was like, you know, when, when on the cartoons, um, and I, the only one I can think of is like the Powerpuff Girls, you know, that has that devil guy. Yeah. It was drawn like that, but it was completely brown, like um, just brown. And it had like squiggly lines of where its mouth was. And I was like, oh, you're not the devil, but you're a demon. And so um, after that had happened, I kept smelling shit all over me. <laughs> I told him, I said, I think your dad can shit on me when I, when I was helping what? him. And he, I was like, check to see if I have caca on me. And he's like, he's like, no, you don't have anything on you. And I was like, I keep smelling it. We, we left the house. I showered. We went to have lunch. I kept smelling shit over and over again. We ended up, we, um, I was telling my guides, I said, let me call my friend Heather and get these signs and symbols from her and see what I need to get. My guides were like, no, you need to call your dad. He'll know, he's going to tell you what, what, what's going on. My dad's also a medium and also very psychic. He had said, I told him, I said, hey dad, I said, you know, my guides told me to reach out to you. They brought in, they brought in gramps for whatever reason because of what's going on with Jay's dad. And my dad immediately goes, oh, you're, he's, your dad's having a stroke. And I was like, what? And I, for whatever reason, me being psychic didn't catch on to that. And I was like, fuck, we raced home. Do you know that if we would have been uh, an hour late, he would have been dead? Oh, my gosh. He had a massive blood clot that exploded in his head, and he had to have his head drained. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So that's where that, like, the smell and the, you saw that whole... Yeah, like, yeah, that all stemmed from him and then being on me, ill. Yeah, and then on me, and I'm thinking, I just cheated death. Like, you know, you start thinking of Final Destination yeah. or whatever, and I'm like, what the <laughs> f***? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's my life every day. So, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to these spirits, this old dude comes in with a freaking dildo. Mm-hmm. My Christ. A lot for a yeah. Tuesday afternoon yeah. when you're just wanting to rub one out. Exactly. And I was Jesus. like, I can turn the volume up and not have to have my headphones on. Do so, this. <laughs> can you, is there like a little chamber in your head where you shut that door? 
So that, because like, how did he like open it and be like, sorry, I'm still coming in. Like, don't you have to open this door for, to allow these spirits in, or it's out of your control. The medium, they, the psychic stuff is always on. I'm, I'm always getting the hits. The medium stuff, I can, like I said, get out of here, but they come in like some, some uh, spirits are stronger than others. Okay. That's why when I watch these medium shows, I don't understand how they do it because even, even ghosts have told me, why would I come to you if I don't know you? And also, why would I be f***ing? This is their words exactly. Why would I want to come back? You do realize, Chris, and this is a ghost telling me, that when Chris Medina dies or when Lowe dies, his financial shit goes away, his trauma, his pain, all the stuff goes away. Everything earthbound. You get the sense of freedom. Why would I want to come back? Right. Hair thinning impacts a lot of us. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. I've been recommending it to my friends and family. I take it. My mama, the queen, takes it. Queen, you love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I recommend it to my hairstylist. I recommend my sister-in-law and even my niece. We range in age from like 22 to 67. They're loving it. Yeah, they are. It's a great Mother's Day gift. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So I'm curious your thoughts on, what's her name? The the Jersey chick? Teresa Caputo. Teresa Caputo. She'll literally be at the deli and she'll, boom, your grandma, and it's very specific. I'm eating salami. She's saying you need pepperoni, <laughs> yeah. and she just kind of yeah. goes with it. You know your fat ass doesn't need to be eating that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. yeah. Uh, I don't your, do that. Yeah, yours don't come like they that. do, but, oh, but they do. They, they they will tell me certain things. Like if you and I were having dinner, you'd be like, Chris, where are you? Pay attention because I'm always like, as soon as somebody comes in, ask him. I'm reading them. I cannot turn that off. But I'm not. I'm not the kind of person that's going to be. Oh, I have a message to give you. Unless it's something that's going to save their life, I'm, Got not, it. I'm not here for entertainment purposes. Got it. Okay, so that, so her sharing that message because she does share messages all the time. She want you know, there's a man and he's wanting me to say that like you're going to be okay or something, okay. you know, something like that. And she's like, oh my god, my dad always checked in on me. Yeah, I could see I where can't that. Believe could be you said that. Yeah, I could see where that could be beneficial, but I, I sure for the grieving process. Yeah. But it, is it necessarily accurate? I don't know. I don't know. And also. Is it necessary? And also, is there any way to really validate that? And let's be truthful. I gave you a session right now, right? Yeah. But let's be 100% truthful. I didn't tell you anything that you didn't already f- know. What makes it psychic is that I've never met you before. Yeah. 
So we can validate that. But if I start going into where every psychic wants to do is like, let me dip into your past life or let me give you all this futuristic stuff. That's just a cop out because they know they're know they never going to see you two years from now. So what are you going to do? Hold them accountable? Right. There's no way to validate. That's why I'm all about being present. What's in Lowe's way right now? Yeah. Because we live in the, the, real, the real world. If you can't get out of your own way, what makes you think you're going to have much of a future if you're going to constantly self-sabotage? That's just an example. I'm not saying that you're doing that. Yeah. But let's be truthful. Oh, I think, well, I, of course, self-sabotage mm-hmm. at times. I think we all do. Yeah. In some extent. My God. Do you do the reading of cards too? Are no. You, you don't? No, I don't do tarot cards. Okay. Do you I, not believe I, in them? Do you don't? Why don't you f- with tarot cards? Um, my guides are like, you don't need those. Ah, okay. But I like the symbolisms of it. I like, like, um, I did a reading for a friend a long time ago and she was like, no picture, but she was like, I'm seeing this guy. What do you think? And I was like, I immediately get the devil card. I was like, there's something <laughs> in, yeah. I was like, there's something Wait, immoral. Wait, what? Yeah. And I you're gonna love die. it. You're going to die when I tell you this one. And uh, she, I had already warned her about Somebody that she, another friend of hers that was getting involved that had these attachments to her. And I was like, if you get involved with this bitch any longer than you are, all her stuff is going to leach onto you. I said, because you're going through something right now. Oh, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. In a relationship for a very long time, ended up uh, cheating on her, on her mate with this person that she wanted me to read. And she, she's, you know, what do you get off this person? I was like, I see the devil card. I see, I see temptation. I see there's something immoral sexually with him. Like, like, wow. Like, yeah. You're full of shit, Chris. All you want to do is bad mouth, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Go do what you need to do. Ended up finding out that this person is into weird things sexually and it has nothing to do with kids. Oh my God, no. Yes. 100%. (gasps) Bestiality. Disgusting. And this person was... Wow, that's so dark. And this person had the nerve to be jealous of this person's dog. Oh, wow. When you're fight, when you're when you're when your rival is a fucking dog, I mean, yeah, it's from one bitch to another, but I mean, come on. <laughs> Wait a minute. She found out that he was actually having sex with. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna throw up. Uh-huh. Found it. Uh, found uh, stuff in his closet that you know. No. Closet. Yeah. DVD no. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still stayed. Oh wow. And still stayed. Oh, that's really yeah sad. Yeah. Isn't that illegal? A fucking animal? It is. It is right. Yeah, I worked in the sex industry. We we couldn't. We what couldn't did you? Oh, you were a sex operator. operator. Yeah. Uh huh. So we did phone sex, and uh, that was one of the things that you have to disconnect the call. If they're bringing in kids, animals, anything like that, disconnect the call. So you were the person on the phone getting them off. Yeah, as a girl. No, as a girl. I told you, boys. As a girl. Yeah. Can oh. you imagine what it was like when I was younger? Oh yeah. So very high pitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it. And did that for for a good amount of time, and then it led to other things. So, wait, uh, hold up. <laughs> no, no, I, when, when you were doing that, uh-huh. is the money good? Uh, back then, so again, it was like nineteen ninety three, ninety two, ninety three. Sure. And it was fourteen dollars an hour plus commission. And the commission was if you keep them, if you it's called maxing them out. If you keep on keep them on the phone for longer than a half an hour, the call cuts off and you get commission. I was fucking killing it at that time. Wow. Uh-huh. Are, had, are you doing this in like a private booth? It's in a... It, it, it can't be a cubicle. It's a cubicle. Oh. And the phones have something on there so where you're not hearing everybody. But I'm telling you that that was like, it was in Woodland Hills and it was like in this big office building with all these cubicles set up. But it, it, the, it was like a huge warehouse looking building. So you had the two-on-ones, you had the uh, the bondage and the S&M stuff. And then you had me, which is just getting you off. And then you had the gays on the other, the gay guys on the other side over there getting off the gay guys. 
And you had, I mean, I remember we're all, we're all young. So you have, we're all on the phone and we're having sex really on the phone with each other, getting the other people off. Yes. Because we're all young. So there were all, there were all really good looking girls. These were all girls that were models during the day that did phone sex at night to pay the bills. Everybody was hooking up with each other. Every, oh, yeah. There was coke. There was meth. There was weed. There was everything you could think of. Remember, did you ever watch Studio 54? The film? The, the movie, yeah. With Sama Hayek in it. And uh, Wait, no. I haven't seen it. Watch that. It's damn it. I love Studio... I mean, I've watched every documentary about the damn place, but I haven't seen the movie. Ryan Phillippe is in it, and so is Sama Hayek. And, uh, yes, but I haven't seen it. But damn, I'm watching it this weekend. At the end of every night, they throw in what they got. And so we all come in with like, you know, Coke or... Meth. The biggest thing was Vivarin, which was like a stay awake pill. Okay. And if you couldn't afford getting Coke or meth, you would just crush those up and snort those. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, yeah, were you heavy into drugs for a bit? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I did a lot of, uh, did a lot of coke. I did a lot of uh, meth. I think I, I, meth. meth. Yeah. Damn. I weighed, I weighed 125 pounds and I thought I was the shit. And everybody was like, are you dying of AIDS? And I was like, what are you talking about? I look great. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I was like a fucking skeleton. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, so you were what, like, like 19, 20, 22, like early oh. 20s. Early 20s, yeah. And did I tell you that I have kids? No. I have two kids. My daughter's 20, 23 and my son's 22. Oh, my God. We're, do you remember having them? Yes, my guide. That was another thing. My guides came in and was like, it's time for you to have kids. And I was like, I don't think you know how this works. I'm gay. Yeah. yeah and they were like, no, you have to. And I was like, but there's, I, I, I couldn't even imagine going to get pussy right now. Like, there's no way. And they were like, this is who you're going to have you kids with. you found the yeah. pussy. Yeah. What? And, yeah. And it's not like... It was uh, artificial insemination. I had to do the you deed. penetration. Yes, Bulb. I f***ed more girls than I care to in this lifetime. Really? Yeah, because for whatever reason, and I'm not please. I'm not coming from a place of pride and ego, but but you know the girls end up you know trusting me as a friend. You know it, it just leads you know oh don't you find me attractive and then you feel obligated to do it. And I did. Wow. Yeah. How, okay. Tell me if this <laughs> is too much. I'm just there's a lot to take in here. Yeah, yeah. I'm fascinated. Yeah. These two kids they're in their 20s now mm-hmm. did you have a good relationship with them i did you i did, did at one time yeah yeah okay. and things just you know i don't want to get too personal but okay. you know my guides uh when i did this i i obviously came, i came into doing this as a profession in 2014 okay. and had to learn all these lessons as i was going along and then 2017 came and we were living in oregon at the time and i was like we have to come back and i just knew i was like if we go back to la and i'm having to move back here i feel like i'm gonna lose everything yeah and my guides were like you're gonna you're you are gonna lose everything and i was like well why and they said because you will use this as an excuse to stay where you're at and you don't have time you got to keep moving here and it was so they took my house they took my comfort i'm a taurus mm. took everything away and yeah. so yeah oh that's tough mm-hmm. my god when it comes to the guides and that's the term that you use to i usually say they but they're like who's they and i say guides now yeah yeah okay i've heard this but they will usually come to you for other people it's hard for you to get a good read on yourself is that accurate that's accurate mm-hmm. okay yep Oh, that's so you basically have something that you can always give to people, but you can't really use your own talent, you know, this skill that you have or gift. Um, I used to as a kid, I used to because I got bullied a lot. I grew up in mm. Simi Valley and this was back in like the way early 80s where there was like nobody there. Wow. And so I got bullied and I would use it as a defense mechanism to manipulate. And then also as you start getting into high school, all those little motherfuckers that, that f***ed you over in elementary and junior high school, you're f***ing them now. Yeah. So you make friends with their girlfriends and then you going for the kill wow yeah. 
that was my and so my guides were like you don't need to be doing that shit anymore so it's time to snap out of it that <laughs> oh my god okay know, okay but that kind of life that you've lived where um and there's a podcast episode i listened to I think I listened more than three, actually. But there was one and you said, I, I have a past. I'm just going to tell you guys, I've been a mess. I've done drugs. I've done things I'm not proud of. You even said at one point on your podcast, I'm paraphrasing, but considered yourself evil at one point. You're like, I yeah. did evil things. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think all of the, there's always a root origin to something like that. I'm assuming it has to have been maybe related with your family or something 100%. happened. 100%. That's okay. why I tell people when people come to me for readings and they tell me, well, you know, I'm having this issue with my family. I can't be sympathetic to it because I had to cut mine out. Right. And you don't get to choose who you're born into, but you can choose whether or not you stick around. And that was the, one of the biggest things is blood is thicker than water. You can't turn your back on your family. That's you I was listening do- to you say that. But, but why can you do all this stuff to me? Why, why do I have to sit here and take it or, or, or go along with it? Mm. Because we're family. Yeah. And I can't, I couldn't do that for my own sanity, watching all these things, then him being a cancer coming in and being like, you know, and then we got into fights too, where I was like, shut your mouth. You can't get involved in this. He's like, but you don't see what it's doing to you. Yeah. And to where I was like, you're right. Like, how did I not see this? Because I was too close. Too close. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, that perspective of, you know, blood is thicker than water. And some people hate that. I get it. Uh, Especially because you don't know. That's so crazy about when you're you're born. You don't fucking get to choose your parents. You, and, my, and also, too, it's really fast not to cut you off, but my um, guides, yeah. my parents, my mom, or my dad, let's start with my dad, was a gangster. He's Apache Indian. Really? I'm talking about biker, like from Pacoima. Yeah, and like getting involved in gangs. So he was in and out of jail all the time. And then oh, my wow. mom was a single mom that, you know, liked her freedom, but also was gone all the time. So mm. my guides raised me. So when my parents would come home and have to lay down the law, my guides would be like, don't listen to them. The only reason why they're telling you this is because of X, Y, and Z. So I really raised myself. I really, again, they were there financially, but not to parent me. They didn't parent you. No. And your dad's a psychic as well, though. Mm-hmm. Well, he has the ability, but he didn't use it he in doesn't a use, career. No, he's more of the, on the medium side. He gets a lot of medium hits to where he sees them in, in actual real time and in person. I see and I hear, I, I hear them more than I see them, but mm. he sees them right there. Wow. Yeah. Are, are your parents still alive? Uh, yeah. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're separated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But no, they're still alive mm-hmm. and well. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Uh, no, but when you were saying the blood is thicker than water thing, just to touch on that, I get, I get why, because, you know, sometimes family can be the worst draining. Uh, and when you have that idea in your head of like, you have to be blindly loyal to family, you can end up sacrificing your own freaking happiness. You lose a little bit of your soul when you do that. That's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. I don't want to throw shade or, or rehash the past, but yeah. you just, I, you just have to disconnect. I don't, I don't have any ill feelings towards them. I just don't have anything at all. Yeah. 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 Well, I hear that a lot actually with people when it comes to, you know, my family, I guess I'm so rooted in them. Just my parents specifically, we're a tight knit little crew and I know it's rare. So I'm, I'm very thankful for that, but I've also on the back end been, where you may may have not been screwed over royally by friends. So I look, I put a lot of emphasis on the family as like, I got to, even when they kind of screw up or, you know, cousins that you know aren't the best to be around sometimes I distance myself, but, yeah. and that's only because I've been so burnt by non-family that yeah. I think I had, we all have to balance it out somewhere. So mm-hmm. I get where you're coming from, you mm-hmm. know, but I was listening to that and I was like, but sometimes it, it is a little thicker than the fucking water because that's all you've got sometimes. But I'm realizing, well, you can choose your family too. 
exactly. with friends. You could choose exactly who you want to be your family and they can be a hell of a lot healthier for your soul, for your mental well-being. Okay, you and know? it's not because I want them to go along with what I say, but I'm I'm happy no. with my squad. Like I have Jay, I have, you know, my uh my really good friend Christina, my really good friend Heather. I have that circle that I need that just like you, they hold me accountable. Yeah. That I go to and I'm like, did I was I too hard or did I not say enough or whatever? Or what am I doing wrong here? And they'll give me the brutal, honest truth, but not in a way to where it's evil or picking at you. Yeah. yeah. The intention's pure. Exactly. Thank God. Exactly. But the with your family, it's like you can see that the intention probably wasn't for your best interest or pure. Or it, was it was eating just away. way toxic. And then to yeah. have to keep your, I don't know. It's just, it, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's messy. Yeah, it is. I freaking get it. Yeah. No, my dad's uh, one of 17 siblings. Oh, geez. Big ass family. They're like rabbits mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> I, I can't believe how many cousins I have out there. There's probably listening to this. I don't even know. We're freaking cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pop up all over the place and they cut, we all kind of look alike too. We have the same strong features, big lips. I have a prominent nose. We all like different versions of this happening. So I'll see like a Puerto Rican me, a little Jamaican Spanish me weird yeah. me with like an Afro. <laughs> it's like, what the f- I love it though. Cute. If I want to change my style, I'll just go home and yeah. see all my cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just see, see how this looks. We all kind of look the same <laughs> in that way, but they're, we're not a close family at all. That side, they're just, just completely disconnected. I've always had this fear of losing them. And I think everyone goes through it, but I, and I know, I don't know what I actually, I do know you can't relate to this because you're like deuces with, with your mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, no low. <laughs> can't, but I have this fear and I think I, I rely so much on the friendship side of the relationship with my, with my mom and dad that losing them. Oh, just, it gives me anxiety. And I, for some reason will hyper-focus on it. This, uh, I guess, goes in more into the realm of a psychologist. But I'm also thinking, could you look into if I showed you a picture? So could you like, could you give a reading to on a parent on someone? Yeah, show me life? a picture. That's totally. one of the good things. I'm, that's what that's a huge party trick of mine. Show me a picture. What's her sense of humor like? Incredible. And she's able to ten make, out of ten. Yeah, I feel. I feel like uh, as far as you like, got this one right. Yeah, on the okay. with the purple. Yeah. yeah. Good sense of humor, uh, but also I, I I wonder if you get some of her self control. But you say your dad's the same way too, or you get some of that. That's you've inherited some of her strength because I feel like sometimes she's too strong for her own good. Sometimes oh pillar. But what I like about her is, that, is she's going to do what you do and use her sense of humor or or see the funny side in things and and uh, lean in towards that. Especially when she's had time to decompress, I would tell her she needs to get a little bit more rest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she she doesn't sleep ever. Yeah, she seems she seems uh, a little bit. Uh, I'm not when I say tired, not she doesn't look tired, but her soul, her essence, her presence. I would say, what are we working? Uh, 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 not not that you know. What what are you trying to? Fo- where are you trying to go here? But relax, relax yeah. a little bit, and, and enjoy enjoy what you've created. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I actually tell her that all the time. Yeah, it's tough for her. I mean, and she takes on the weight of the world on her. She's a total empath. Mm-hmm. I actually think she. Uh, I don't think she as a medium, but. I'm sure you could do this too. She's been able, this is wild to me. I've had people that I just barely introduced her to. She'll hear them over the phone and she's like, demon. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, we're just going to grab tacos, but she's like, uh, not necessarily their demon. But she's so like, don't leave your drink unattended. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom, she'll, she'll tell me, don't trust them. They're, they're not a good friend for you. And she's probably right. 
I have fought her every single step of the way in every relationship. I'm very transparent with her. And she'll say in the honeymoon phase, I just met the, I'm just getting to know them. We're six months in and it's a wonderful friendship or a relationship. And she's like, there's something there, their intention that it's such bad energy. It's a demon to me. She's going to pull my hair for saying this and, 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 I'll, and I'll own and it, this because I don't want to disrespect her, but she, because you are her son or because either your friend or son or whatever the case may be here, she wants to prevent anything bad happening to you. But she, what she doesn't realize is that that person has to go through those lessons themselves. And oh, I end up still falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I still keep the friendship. I get burnt. I have a breakdown. I yeah. feel the same way as her. I'll tell people, nah, or whatever, or, or no, or whatever. And then they're, they'll, because they, they want to be human. They want to go through their own, their own experience. They'll disregard it and go through it anyways. I, but I understand yeah. her struggle. Though. Uh, but, but I'm like, that, that, I, that perception that she has, that intuitive, I guess I have that to an extent. It's not as heightened as yours or hers is. It blows my mind. She holds you to that higher standard too. I mean, she's your mom. She just, yeah. you know, she doesn't want you to uh, experience that pain. But at the same time, uh, like I said, you, you have to go through it anyway. And, and learn, learn for that, learn that on your own. How do you tell, how, yeah, how do you tell somebody that, you know, when they're being hopeful to be realistic as well too? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's such yeah, a fine that's line. True. Like when somebody, I had this girl reach out and she was like, oh, I want to meet up for a reading or whatever. I said, fine. So we sit down and we have a reading. I said, okay, I got a couple little negative things to throw in there and then we'll get to the, the real reading. Nope. I want to hear everything positive. I'm like this positivity kick. And I'm like, okay. then we can't do this. Uh, I said because you're delusional. That's probably that's that's one of the things that's going it's to happen. It's like the to devil you. card with mm-hmm. the, that. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. the guy's fucking dogs. Yep. Oh my god. So I guess then, yeah, I guess she would be considered uh, like an intuitive or a, a healer in some. I don't know. Intuitive. Intuitive. Very highly, intuitive. highly intuitive. And you said she does she does psychology as her profession, right? Uh, I, she studied it immense, uh, deep dive into psychology. She majored in it. She got a degree in it, but um, she is in business. And, and, but she's also you, when the way she looks at people too. She's also very she's also very much studying them at the same time too when yeah. she speaks to them. So she so again like it, it's it's. It's intuition, but it's also, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna speak as if I was her. I can't explain it. This is just what I get. This is just what I feel when I, when, when I see this person. Yeah. It just, yeah. I'm just curious. Did you have a very traumatic childhood? Yeah. You did? Yeah. A lot of abuse or experience. You saw a lot that, and just probably shit that you probably, most people wouldn't experience. I'm just wondering. Yeah. The ability that you have, this skill, it's incredible. But I almost think it exists and it's a gift. I do believe that. And I've seen it with people, my own mother. I think also the trauma and this insane life that you shouldn't have had to experience as a kid. I almost think in a way it, it's a product of environment. It manifests something in you that you always are thinking, not only in a micro level, but a macro you see. And it's like the survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm around you, I feel like, a lot like when I'm around my mom in that sense. And Mm. I mean that in the most respectful, great way, because I'm obsessed with her. Mm. Um, I hang out with her every day. She's the best. Mm -hmm. But like that same, like, it's like this like hood mentality. Like my mom's from the hood, the Mm -hmm. barrio. So she's like always looking over her shoulder because she she was always going to be attacked or it was up life. So intuitive, so forward thinking and always kind of assessing every single person. So I feel like you have your gift that you were just blessed with. And it's probably even more intensified because of your traumatic childhood. And I'm a Taurus. So I was always looking for that home, that family. Taurus represents family in yeah. the home. And to have a, to, yeah, to not have that stability as a child and feel like you're like you were going to be. Uh, I was just shuffled around a lot. So as soon as you start getting comfortable, 
it's it's almost like being a foster kid, but not being a foster kid. Yeah. You 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 lose that sense of comfortability and then it becomes nothing's permanent. Everything's everything's temporary. Don't get used to it here. Don't open up. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I I don't I haven't experienced it, but I completely understand what you're saying in that regard. Well, if anything, it's just honed in on your craft even more. Yeah. That you've turned into a, a successful profession, which is really cool. Because what you do is you're a healer. A psychic, a medium, mm-hmm. but I also think it's a, a bit of life coaching. Yep. Is and that fair to say? I, I got called an exorcist the other day. They said that <gasps> Have you, you done an exorcism? I've done I've done that type of work before. Nothing as hardcore as an exorcist, but they use it. They the person that told me that was like, you exercise the fears and insecurity out of people mm. and their demons. And oh. I've also worked with, you know people that have you know that are a little bit on the i don't want to say possessed side but have like that demon energy i feel like everybody has a demon i was i was tell people that i have a demon inside of me but this demon is my defense mechanism i can control whether when this when this thing comes out yeah does that make sense it just it's what kept me alive mm, okay yeah. Yeah. wow okay i can talk to you all day and into the night thank you so much for being here but for at the me. low life podcast uh we do a round of rapid fire questions okay here we go it's Rapid fire question time with Chris Medina. Hit it. Cottage on the beach or cabin in the woods? Cabin in the woods. Of course, you witch. Here we go. (laughs) Celebrity crush. We'll go with male first, and then I want a female celebrity crush from you. Oh geez, male celebrity crush. Who's doing it for you these days? Who's doing it for me these days? Who have I? Who have I? Chris a, Evans. A Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Uh, oh, Paul Rudd for sure. Oh, okay. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Pa- yeah. Paul Rudd. Jeez, if, if I was going to go younger, I think has a lot of potential, but this is too young. Is that kid that's going to star in the new Willy Wonka movie? That Timothy. Sh- oh, Timothy. Sh- 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 yeah, when he was on uh, "Call Me by Your Name." Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's okay. just something very old soulish and sexy about that kid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, it's like that singer. Do you know Troy Sivan? Yes, mm-hmm. it's kind of the same. Like, yeah, androgynous, free spirited, yeah. little ghost of a man. All right, if your belly button had a magical power, any power, when you press that belly button, what would you make it do, Chris? I'd make it shoot out money. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> how much do you need? Yeah. Boom, like an ATM. Yeah. yeah. What is your go-to little splurge meal? Something that really does it for you. What are you craving, Chris? Oh, geez. What isn't it? Um, yeah. Burgers. Burgers. Is I'm that a, like your go-to? Like if you want to just like really f- shit up and eat bad? Avocado bacon cheeseburger, Ooh. extra mayo and extra onions. Um, wait, from where? From, uh, geez. Are we going like restaurant, fast food? Uh, de- depends. There's a place in Thousand Oaks called P&L. I love I've their burgers there. there, or like the like the like Astro Burgers got a really good mm-hmm. avocado bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, okay, love it. When are you most inspired? I know this is going to sound egotistical, but when somebody tells me that I've touched them in a way that nobody else has touched them, mm. it just makes me feel like again, it's just my own personal validation. This is what you're supposed to be doing, even though you don't feel that or you think this less of yourself. There's people that look at you and are and be, that you provide that inspiration for. Yeah, that's oh, I, I don't think that's egotistical. Oh, I think that's you. beautiful. It's like reassurance that you're like following the right path for yourself and actually helping people. I love that. Uh, what is a movie that is a mood changer for you? One that you've watched, let's say more than once, uh, and you could even quote it 
but we're not going to ask you to vote it. Practical Magic with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Oh, great I love that. movie. I love that movie. I forgot it. Shit, that's a good one, like, right now to watch. The aesthetics in that house that they live in. Oh, my God. The colors, everything about that movie. I, for, I forgot about Practical Magic. Mm-hmm. That's such a great pick. Love it. Um, we haven't had that movie on here before. No one has said that. Um, what is your top love language? Are you familiar with the five love languages? No. It's, oh, really? Okay. Well, there's this book, uh, and it's this, like, I think he was a marriage counselor or a pastor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's five love languages, and we all need all of them. We, uh, it's like acts way I have them written down acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, gifts, receiving, giving them and quality time. So we need all of those. But when you take this little love language test, you end up having a top one. So like mine is, uh, actually gifts. I love to give and receive gifts, little thoughtful things. Uh, most people was like quality time or, or their love, a good words of affirmation, a physical touch, physical touch, physical touch. Love mm-hmm. it. Oh, what is the last TV show that you binge watched? Oh, uh, Squid Game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does it live up to the hype? Yes. Really? Okay. It's severe anxiety. I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it yet. I have not seen it yet. Severe anxiety. People are going nuts for it. I could not breathe. I was like, F- the whole time. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shit. I got to watch it. Uh, what's something that people commonly get wrong about you? That I'm made of steel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you die and come back to this world reincarnated as an animal, which animal would you choose to come back into this miserable world as? A black cat. Oh, a little alley cat. A little little black brand. alley cat. Yep, a little black alley cat. Yep. Yes, I, I love, love that. that you picked. A feral stray yeah. little cat. Uh-huh. So Comes and goes as it pleases. Yeah, we'll perfect. show up at your door, water be fed, and then get the f*** out. Yeah, yeah, it does its own thing. I'm obsessed with that answer. <laughs> we always like to leave the low lifers on some sort of a high note. Uh, just something you want to leave the listeners with to go into the weekend. A little quote from you. Dare to be unique, dare to be you. Mm, love that. Dare to be unique and dare to be you. Yep. Amen to that. I'm going to yep. take that advice. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Coming on. This Thank was you great. For having me. Yeah. I you want were to wonderful. come back. You are, you're amazing. You're, you're oh. so comfortable and so easy to talk to. So oh, I, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> if there's anything I can do for you in the future, whether yeah. it's a shoulder to lean on, a kick in the ass, you yes. know, maybe some meth or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meth contact. Yeah, exactly. I got you, boo. Yeah. Uh, where do we find you? Yeah. To schedule a session, uh, yes. whether it's a half an hour or an hour, it's chrismedina.guide. Okay. And I'm, not, yeah, and I'm not stingy with my time. I'm not one of those psychics that cut you off at 30 minute mark. Okay. If it leads into 45 minutes, well, that's my business. Don't worry about it. I just want to read you. Mm, and then nice. if you want to get a look at what I'm doing, where I'm at, who I am as a person, even though there's not, there's not a lot of pictures of me at psychic Chris M. Perfect. And that's Instagram, uh, that's on Facebook. the gram. Yep. Mm-hmm. You on that TikTok life yet? No, not yet. I'm too old for that shit. No. Yeah. Not yeah. Yet. Are you sure? Yes. Right. No. Well, I just we'll have to do one together. Okay. You'll bring me out of my shell. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Thanks, guys. And we're out. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We got part two coming in hot for you next week. Can't wait for you to hear that. He does a reading on me. Reads me to filth. No, it doesn't read me to filth, but um, I mean, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. I mean, he, again, shoots it straight. Um, but it was interesting to hear. So that's going to be next week, part two with Chris Medina. But I just want to take a moment, take a beat and say thank you. Gracias from the bottom of my little spicy heart to my low lifers. I have some incredible listeners and I love doing this podcast. 
But I wouldn't be able to do this podcast if it wasn't for you, my listeners. You're the most important part of the Low Life Podcast, and I appreciate you so much. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. New podcasts are dropping into the world every single day. So the fact that you take the time to be here with me, uh, it really means a lot. And I do not take you for granted. So the thing is, when it comes to podcasts, especially new ones, um, again, I'm very new to this, very green to the whole thing, and I'm just learning as I go with you guys. So my producers have shared with me that the way to keep this podcast afloat, to keep this little shit show going, is of course sharing the podcast with your friends and family uh, using the sponsor code. That helps tremendously, but also leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Damn, that helps a lot. The more reviews you have, the better for the actual podcast. It helps with getting sponsors, the analytics, helps with the whole algorithm of the podcast and keeps this little engine that could or couldn't at times a little choo-chooing down the rocky road of life. So again, thank you for taking the time to actually leave a review. It could be anything you want it to be. You could drop a little dick emoji, throw a couple tamales my way, a unicorn or two. It's all welcomed. Or you could actually write a message. The more, the better. And I have listeners who have written multiple reviews. So thank you for taking the time to do that. I read each and every review. And I want to show my gratitude and appreciation for my incredible listeners who are taking the time to leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. So if you do leave a review, please put your IG handle somewhere in the review because I'll be picking people at random and opening up the low-life gifting suite of trick or treats. There's hyaluronic serums, lots of beauty products, shit you didn't know you needed from Amazon, gifts from our sponsors, and just treats that I love to order. I love gifts. It's my love language. I love giving them. So if you want a chance to get a little something, something in the mail, do you leave a review on Apple Podcasts? Please leave your IG handle because I'll be picking a little winner, winner, chicken dinner. You might just be getting something from the Low Life Podcast. Ooh, especially for the holidays. Oh, I have such cute holiday gifts I'll be sending out. I'm, ooh, I'm excited. I want to wrap them all cute too. Got to pick a tree theme color. There's a lot coming up for the holidays, but I want to shout out some listeners who took the time to leave amazing reviews on Apple Podcasts. First one up coming in hot is Miss Megan Peters at E-M-U-G-S-Y Meg. E-Mugsy Meg. E-Mugsy Meg. Miss Megan Peters writes, Yes, King, five stars. I can't get enough of this pod. I've learned so much, laughed and cried. Love to listen on my way to work and while getting ready in the morning. I just finished the latest solo episode. I can't wait to try your guacamole recipe. Oh, you inspired me to order a mocajete. It should be a next week. Keep doing you a heart in a rainbow. Oh my God, Quinn, I love it. Yes, use that mocha head there. Make yourself some delicious guacamole. It's a game changer. I'm so glad you ordered that. Let me know what you think and make sure you prep the mocha head there before you actually start using it. There are YouTube tutorials online on how to actually treat a mocha head there before you start using it. Similar to a cast iron skillet, they're just things you have to do to prep it before you start using it. But let me know what you think. Can't wait to follow up with you on this one. All right, next review comes from at Brianna Joe Reinschmidt. Ooh, what a great name. Brianna Joe or Brianna Joe? Hello, Queen. She writes five stars. A lowdown episode a week keeps my therapist willing to work with me. <laughs> yes. Hashtag blessed. Same Queen. A little laughter, a few sips of trashy sangria, lots of growth, and a whole buttload of appreciation for you. Thanks for making my week a few rays of sunshine brighter, which I need up here in Wisconsin. Need that vitamin D. You're incredible. Don't ever let your light fade. Mm. Thank you for writing that, Brianna. I'm glad that I could help with your therapy sessions and also bring a little bit of light 
to your life with some trashy sangria and a few laughs. And that's really all I need in life, too. Just give me some freaking sangria and some laughter and I'm good to freaking go, queen. All right, we have time for one more review. This one's coming in hot from Morgan Helms at Morgan underscore Helms, H-E-L-M-S. Morgan writes, Low is my king. Five stars. Low, your show is so spicy and I love it. I love listening to you on Caitlin's show because you guys are so silly and I love listening to you be silly, but also so real on your own show. The topics are spot on and I feel like I'm always learning a little something from the benefits of plant-based to how to make a delicious guacamole. Keep on rocking, my king. Oh, Morgan, I am going to keep on rocking and doing my thing. It's so important for me from the beginning of this podcast that I always wanted there to be some sort of a takeaway, whether it be laughter or hearing an interesting perspective or learning something new. It's really important to me. You got to get a little something, something from every episode or it's just not worth it for me. I don't want to waste your time here, my kings and queens. So Morgan, I'm so glad um, that you're enjoying it. And again, thank you for taking the time to write that. But on that note, I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead, a little spooky Halloween weekend. Enjoy some candy corn. Watch Coco, the Disney Pixar movie. So cute. Maybe carve a pumpkin. Get cozy. Pour yourself a big, fat glass of delicious wine. But don't forget to drink your water, putas. Because <laughs> I know you're thirsty. <laughs> we we love, love you. And we're out. Hey y'all, I'm Brandy Cyrus. Wait, are we live? (laughs) And that's my mom, Tish. Sorry, we're stoned. You're going to have to talk into the mic, toots. Hey, everybody. It's Tish the Dish here. Just ready to dish on all of life's hottest topics. And plus, you'll hear crazy family stories, design tips, and oh, so much more. So follow our pod and find us on Instagram at Sorry We're Stoned so you don't miss an episode. Bye, stoners.